Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore, We're watching for our great King, our Savior, the lover of our souls, Messiah Jesus. My name is Dove Schwartz. I'm, I'm here in northern Israel proclaiming to you, King Jesus is coming. King Jesus is coming. He really is coming, folks. King Jesus is coming. And uh, every day, this mean old world gets stranger, weirder, and meaner. And I, I can imagine, uh, without believing in Messiah Jesus, how hopeless this world is should look. I mean you you'd almost have to be blind and, and or crazy not to see how hopeless this world is rapidly becoming. The the threatening uh the threatening elements or issues of this world um are ramping up and frankly leaping off the pages of the Bible into the shattered lives of the people of this world. And um, the reality is there are 7 billion people on this planet. Most of the people who have ever lived on planet Earth are alive right now. And they're alive to experience one of two things. The wrath of God or the great forgiveness and mercy and love of the Lord. And so it's one of the two. And it is our, our God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit's mission that the people in the world could experience his grace, love, forgiveness, and mercy. Sadly, most reject his love and instead go their own way and are experiencing and will continue to experience. And then, then we'll finally experience uh, the wrath of, of the Lord uh, that the Bible teaches of. And and so um, I am so thankful for the things I'm going to be sharing with you today uh, in, in a very scary world we have a special word from the lord and something i'm going to remind you of today uh, the bible says to comfort one another with these words with the words of the coming of messiah jesus for his people in the clouds and so i have a another passage that i haven't taught that much on pertaining to his coming for his people uh so let, let's have a word of prayer together oh holy father in messiah jesus name uh, thank you for our listeners today Thank you for your wonderful word. Thank you for the peace and the, and, and the comfort of your Holy Spirit in that you truly are coming for us. You have a plan for us, and you truly are coming, coming for us. And in the world, there's not much hope, but you've overcome the world, Lord Jesus. And we have something that overcomes the world. That's our faith in you, Lord Jesus. Bless all of our listeners today and help us to embrace uh, the peace that you have for your people in this troubled hour, Father, even through the words from your word and in and, and the explanation of them uh, from your servant. Bless our listeners today, Father. Please, in Messiah Jesus' name. Uh, I want to tell you, I get some wonderful notes and emails and encouraging things people send to me. Please keep sending those things. I'm I'm encouraged by hearing that you're encouraged and blessed by these programs 
through the Salem Radio Network and on oneplace.com. And I have a special passage in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to share with you. It says this. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Wow, that's, that's a good word right there. Let not your heart be troubled. Messiah Jesus goes on to say, you believe in God, believe also in me. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. 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 He starts off by saying, don't let your heart be troubled. Can I tell you that um, I've been in a place where I've lived a life against the Lord. I've lived my own way. I've lived enjoying the passing pleasures of sin. I've I've lived in 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 the the torment of godlessness and it is tormenting. It's a cold dark place to live and I've I've lived that way in my life. I lived that way for so many years in great utter darkness. And 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 I thought I was having fun, but what always came soon thereafter was great despair and heartache. And, and, and trouble. I know what it means to have a troubled heart. And, and here, um, we have something as followers of Messiah Jesus. I, and you may say, I, well, you know, I believe in Jesus. No, but do you follow him? Do you really, are you really a disciple of Messiah Jesus? If, can you answer the question, who are you? What defines who you are? Could you say the number one definition that is the umbrella under which I stand for everything else in my life is I am a disciple of Jesus Christ? If that's you, you can truly make the choice to not let your heart be troubled. Because as you're following him, what is available to you is this river of life from the inside that the world doesn't give so the world can't take it away. Um, Literally, listen, literally, there are brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ in the most dangerous country in the world for believers in Jesus, and I'm using it as an extreme example of the passage here, there are people who live in North Korea in in concentration camps. They have the the largest concentration camp system in the whole world. Uh, It is the most dangerous camp, categorized so by many different organizations. It's the most dangerous place in the world for believers in Jesus to live. They live in terror and heartache, and with great loss every day of their lives as they live under the shadow of that wicked dictator there. Uh, and and so uh, the reality is that even in those circumstances, there are many of them who have chosen to not let their heart be troubled. Why? Because they know the reality of, of what the Lord's talking about here. They know him and he abides with them. And we're going to talk about that in just a moment, what it means. He says, you believe in, in God and here in, in the new Testament, very clearly there's this great distinction between God, the father, 
God the Son, Jesus Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, or Yahweh the Father, where we get the word Jehovah, Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son, and Yahweh the Holy Spirit. And 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 so here when he says you believe in God, what he means is you believe in the Father, believe also in me, Jesus the Son says, the begotten Son of God. God the Son, the Son of God. He, and then he says, believe in us, believe in the Father, believe in me, is what he says about Abba Father and himself. And so we can do that. We can we can we can believe that he is. Remember, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter eleven, I believe it's verse six, that without faith it is impossible to please him. For those who come to God, the Father, must believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Uh, he said in the burning bush, he said to Moses, when Moses said, who should I say that to Pharaoh? Who should I say that sent me to say, let my people go? He said, tell him I am sent you. He is. He is. Yes. Do you believe in him? Do you believe in Abba Father? Do you believe in Messiah Yeshua, Jesus the Lord? If so, you know that he is in control of everything enough that you can put your troubled situation and lives and difficulties and all the things that are threatening around us in his hands. And you can choose not to be troubled. Uh, you, can, you might be saying, well, right now I'm in a lot of trouble. But you can choose not to be troubled in your heart. You can choose to feed upon his faithfulness. You can choose, and you're going to need this in the days ahead, folks. You're going to need this, right? And and so I'm getting ready to go into verse 2 in my father's house. Uh, but first, a little, a little break to talk about this ministry called Poured Out for the Nations. You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com, P-O-U-R-E-D, poured out, O-U-T, four F-O-R, thenations.com. I spell it because people use different acronyms and ways of, of putting websites together or addresses together. So I spelled it out, pouredoutforthenations.com. There you'll find kind of our philosophy and some of the things, the way we think and how we want to walk out the gospel and discipleship to the nations. Uh, we've got our church plant there in Texas, Calvary Chapel, Beth Shalom. Uh, we've got uh, many ministries and congregations and pastors and orphans we partner with in different countries in Africa. I'm getting ready to go to Africa in August. There are people who already are sending in support for our trip there uh, to minister to and, and bless uh, the orphans that we work with on a refugee camp. There's about 200 orphans our faithful partner, Pastor Lewy, ministers to, along with churches he's planted and congregations I'll be speaking in there while, while I'm in Uganda. A lot of expenses, plane tickets, air, uh, hotel rooms, food. Uh, we want to buy some things for the kids. Uh, we are uh, always uh, thankful to get to help support Pastor Lewy. Uh, they, they need money for latrines and their school. There's always great need there, and we do what we can to help. And if you want to be in on that, you can go to portoutforthenations.com and, and give there. Also, um, it costs money to do these programs. Uh, and so Port Out for the Nations is sponsoring this program today. And so when you help give, or when you give, you help keep this program on the air. We have our special Israel tour in October. BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com is where you can find out the itinerary 
and the details on that. Time is closing. Listen, we really want everyone to sign up that the Lord's calling to come. So go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com for that. And having said that, back to this teaching. John 14, verse 1, Let not your heart be troubled, our Lord Jesus says. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. When he says mansions, when it says mansions there, it means abodes. It means dwelling places. <clears throat> and and so in my Father's house are many dwellings. And and, and what we need to remember is, is that this is a, a, a part of the fulfillment of the Jewish wedding. Um, just briefly, I'll explain that, uh, and I've talked about it before in the program, that the, the, the bridegroom and the father would go to the prospective bride and her husband and her father's and her husband, her father's house and um, and they would make an agreement for the bride price that or a dowry that the father of the groom and the groom would pay for the bride. And the bride prospective bride and her father would agree on that. And and the bride price Jesus the Lord paid agreed to by the Father was the blood of Jesus. God the Father sent Jesus the Lord to pay for his bride. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also me in my Father's house. Uh, Then the Father of the groom would be waiting for the groom to come back, not with the bride yet. Now there would be a time of betrothal. And the groom would come back. His job was to build a place, a dwelling place, for the bride that he was going to go and get because of the agreement that was made and the price that was prepared to be paid. And he would go back, see Jesus the Lord, died on the cross, was buried on the third day, rose again. He's gone back to the Father's house to build that dwelling place. He said, no one but the Father knows when I'm coming back for my bride because what he, because in this tradition of the Jewish wedding, the process was that the father would approve when the dwelling place was ready, that the son had come to prepare for the bride. And only the father knew when he was going to say, it's ready, I approve of what you've done, go get your bride. And and then he would come with a great procession, there would be ram's horns or trumpets blowing, uh, there would be uh, torches burning. It would be this great surprise coming of the of the bride, for, of the bridegroom. It would be called the midnight cry, and you see that in Matthew twenty five, by the way. And so, the bride, her job was to be preparing herself to be a pure and spotless bride. Yeah, and and, and so she was waiting for the hope that she had that would not disappoint, of course, that the bridegroom was coming for her at any moment. And in 1 John chapter 3, we see that he who has this hope in him, Messiah Jesus coming, purifies himself just as he is pure. You see, we are figuratively, guys and girls, Jew and Gentile in Messiah Jesus, the bride waiting for the groom to come, preparing ourselves for his coming. Yes? And, and so... Jesus the Lord is our blessed hope, the grace of God that teaches us to look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so he's going to come and fulfill this Jewish wedding uh, uh, process. 
And so we are to be preparing ourselves, believing in him, trusting in him, believing that he's coming by purifying ourselves and living a life of godliness and holiness and righteousness. We are saying and proclaiming to a lost and dying world, get ready. King Jesus is coming. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. And, and, and it's true because you see, when Noah was building that boat, he was saying to the whole world, whoever's not on this boat, you're going to die under the wrath of God. By the way, it says that in Hebrews 11, when it speaks of Noah and the great hall of faith, that Noah building that boat was condemning the world. Yes. Jesus, the Lord said he didn't come to condemn the world, but to save it, that it was condemned already. And we, when we live a life of purifying ourselves, a life of purity and holiness, looking, looking for Jesus to come, what we're proclaiming to the world is, you better get ready. The wrath of God is coming, and you want to get in the boat. Jesus is the ark. Amen? So we need to get in Jesus. We need to get out of Adam and his sin and condemnation, and we need to get in Christ. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. In Christ, there's forgiveness, love, mercy, and the blessed hope that he's coming for us. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. Yes, if it were not so, I would have told you. And so, we, instead of having troubled hearts in these troubled times, we are to believe in Abba Father. We are to believe in Messiah Jesus. We are to abide in the Holy Spirit knowing that Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, Yeshua means Yahweh saves, Messiah Yeshua is preparing a great place for us. And, 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 and he doesn't lie. If it were not so, I would have told you. He doesn't lie. He's gone to prepare a place for us. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Wow. What a great place that will be. There's this wonderful hippie singer dude from back in the early 70s named Keith Green. He was just on fire for Jesus. He he died too young. He died like in 1982 in a plane accident. And he was doing a, a worship concert event and he said something like this in between one of the songs. He said, he said, if, if it's been about 2,000 years that Jesus has been preparing a place for us. We must be living in a garbage can, man, compared to what it's like when we get there. (laughs) Isn't that great? I love that. We must be living in a garbage can, man, compared to what it's going to be like there. Listen, don't live this life for this garbage can. Don't. Live your life for that day when we're going to see him and we're going to be with him. I want, I want to tell you, I was a crazy sinner and I never could get out of my heart and mind that Jesus is coming in the clouds for us one day. And I didn't want to go to hell. And I didn't want to miss it. And he would keep reminding me of that. You know, when I started walking off into sin at, 12, 14 years old. And I just, I just couldn't get away from the, from the idea and the understanding that that day is really coming until one night where I just lifted my hands up in the air with tears streaming down my face and I was changed. 
And all I could think about was Jesus coming for us, coming for me, very personally, coming for me to take me out of this garbage can. And so uh, the garbage can is getting smellier and stinkier and, and more full of garbage every moment. And I am looking forward to going to that place. And that's what he wants us to be thinking about. So I'm not going to let my heart be troubled with what's going on. I'm going to keep preparing myself to see King Jesus. I pray you do the same. Oh, Holy Father in heaven and Messiah Jesus' name, for all of our listeners, I pray that this message from your word resonates in their spirit, in their heart, mind, and life. And that, Father, you would bless all of our listeners. If there's one who needs to cry out, Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner, save them now. If there's any who have troubled hearts, may they be reminded Jesus is coming in. And I know that there are many congregations and movements and denominations who hate this message. Isn't that sad that professors of Jesus Christ hate this message? But you're coming for us, Lord Jesus. And I want to be ready. And I pray that all of our listeners will be ready too. And may even many of those in the body of Messiah who hate to hear about the rapture of the church, please grant them repentance and bring them around too, Lord. Help us to be ready. Help us not to have troubled hearts. Help us to believe in Abba Father, Lord Jesus. Oh, Abba Father, help us to believe in Messiah Jesus. We believe. Help our unbelief. (coughs) May we be a great witness a great witness in these days ahead. Now, Father, please bless us and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. (coughs) Excuse me. So, now I would encourage all of you to go to pouredoutforthenations.com. Pouredoutforthenations.com where you will find um, our ideas and some of the ways we are reaching out in discipleship, gospel outreach, helping orphans and widows in the nations. And as you help, as the Lord is is using you as an instrument of grace to help pour out for the nations, you also help keep Watch Therefore on the air. And don't forget to go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and sign up for our Israel tour. You don't want to miss it. You might be thinking, it. Oh, I don't need to go on that. Listen, ask the Lord. Oh, I don't have the money to go on that. Ask the Lord. If it's his will, it's his bill. He'll make a way for you. Ask the Lord. Have you asked the Lord? Ask the Lord. Ask Lord Jesus. Do you want me to go on this tour? And just see what he says. Now, is that too much to ask? You don't want to miss it if he's called you to go. So until we get together next time, remember, so very important to watch, therefore, because Messiah Jesus, he's coming any moment. God bless you. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail... Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 
713-624-7588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.